Warrior Woman, welcome back to the Warrior School podcast. This is episode 166. How are you? What is going on in your world? I woke up this morning at 5.40 and took Hank for an early morning walk. Then I went to the gym to do a... 45-minute aerobic uh, cardio session and then I walked home and I'm showered and I have my second cup of coffee in front of me and we're going to spend some time together today. Uh, The construction, she's pretty bad today so I'm hoping that you can't hear her and I want to forge ahead here because Wednesday is podcast day and that is what we do on Wednesdays. So I hope you can't hear her. Uh, All right, let's spend some time together. You know, I always love to start uh, these episodes by sharing a little bit about what's going on in my world or in the world of Warrior School. And, you know, the invitation is always open for you to share with me what's going on in your world. Uh, I love hearing from you. I even write that at the bottom of my email list. You know, I read every email. I read every DM. Uh, I love hearing from you. So if you ever want to share with me what's going on in your world, Uh, just lay in the invitation out on the table for you. We had a exciting mail delivery day yesterday. Uh, I really love getting proper mail, like old school mail, like letters in the mail or parcels, (laughs) packages in the mail. Uh, Not that I check the mail at all. It's quite funny, Carson. Carson is obsessed with checking the mail. He checks the mail a lot. Uh, And me, I could go weeks without checking the mail. Uh, It's lucky that they drop your parcels at your door. So yesterday, the light box was delivered for the podcast, which is super cool. We're just waiting on the light and then Carson will set that up for me. So basically our living room is slash training slash podcast studio. <laughs> so one side is my desk, my studio space, uh, and the other side is full of training equipment. We have this rug in the middle with one chair. (laughs) It's quite a unique setup in our living room. We need a bigger place, uh, which, you know, it is in the plans for the near future. Uh, I very much would love a, a actual room for my work, for my study, for my studio. And while I don't train at home very much anymore, I do a lot of my filming here. So we need to keep the gym set up uh, here. So we got the light box delivered and then we're waiting on the light. Carson's going to set that up and then I will be recording 
these podcast episodes uh, as videos to go up on YouTube <laughs> as planned. That was a big goal for Carson and myself uh, for the podcast and for the business in 2023. So it's happening. She's happening. I also got my Where Should We Begin game by Esther Perel, which is really exciting. I've been wanting to purchase the game for a while. Uh, And so the other day, I finally purchased it. And we were just looking through it last night. And I think it's going to be a very cool, um, a very cool experience for Carson and I. Uh, so we're going to plan a date night, uh, maybe this weekend and play the game. I highly recommend that you look into it. I will let you know, uh, once I play it, what I think of it, uh, what came up from it, but, um, you know, for connection and intimacy, uh, I think that this could be a really cool tool uh, for our relationship. So I'm very excited. Uh, So that also came in the mail. What else is going on? I sent the mood board uh, that I had created for the photo shoot to the photographer yesterday, which is very cool. So she has the mood board uh, and I just wrote her an email also checking if Carson can come and film behind the scenes on the day Uh, and a couple of other questions which I plan to share with my email list and my warriors. I'm actually going to do a whole um, a whole thing on it. I think I mentioned this in a previous uh, podcast episode. I'm actually, you know, I want all that behind the scenes footage and I'm going to create uh, some secret tapes that I'll leak to my email list. Uh, for those that are really interested in this whole idea of unleashing your dark side and doing a photo shoot that is in lingerie and naked, uh, <laughs> I'm going to, yeah, we're going to create some secret cool leaked tapes that I will send out. So if you're super interested in this, uh, jump on my email list, just head to the website and whack it in uh, the Warrior Words um, email sign up and you can jump on the list. I have just started to plan the live event for Australia. Uh, I've locked in the date, I've locked in the venue, so the location, and now I get to do the really cool, fun part, which is actually plan the experience of the day. Uh, So for the next couple of weeks, that's going to be my focus. So getting ready for the photo shoot uh, and planning the live event in Australia. So if you are a woman in Australia and you've been thinking about reaching out to me, connecting with me, joining Warrior School, you got to go check her out. Let's jump on a call. Uh, Let's chat because you're going to want to be at that live event in May. I am obsessed with live events. I love creating just epic live events uh, and We get to be in a room together, which is the coolest thing. Uh, 
something that I just want to mention and talk about before we dive in to our conversation today is this idea of the rule of thirds and it's so funny it's it's come up three times over the past week which is it's quite funny because we're talking about the rule of thirds um I often bring it up in my conversations with my warriors uh, around their training practice or all of this health training stuff that a third of the time it is going to be great and feel really good. Uh, One third of the time it is going to feel okay or just average. And then a third of the time it's going to feel crap. (laughs) It's going to feel shit. And then yesterday I saw a reel on Instagram. Uh, This guest was getting interviewed by Rich Roll and she was an athlete and she shared the rule of one thirds. Her coach, who was also an Olympic athlete, taught her that a third of the time it's going to be great. It's going to feel good. A third of the time it's just going to be okay. And a third of the time it's going to be shit. (laughs) Then yesterday on our live coaching call inside of Creator Club, John brought up the rule of thirds and how in our business and in our work, a third of the people will love us, uh, a third of the people won't care, and a third of the people ain't going to like us. (laughs) So we were talking about our marketing and our world. And, you know, I really like this rule of thirds. Brooke Castillo, she talks about it uh, from the perspective of 50-50. So 50% of the time, life is going to be great. And then 50% of the time, it's not. Uh, And we have this idea that life or training or health or relationships, you know, have to be great all of the time. That's a lot of pressure on those things. But I really like the rule of thirds. Uh, I like the, the three parts to it. And I think that this can be really helpful for those that get really stuck in this all or nothing approach, which we are going to talk about today. So I want to talk to you about starting. Are you ready? All right, let's do this. Welcome to the Warrior School podcast, the podcast for women who train. I believe following a plan that works with your body and has a timeline of years is the future of women's training. I also believe women can train hard. We just need to learn how to do it in a respectful way. So Warrior, this is your go-to show for practical information on training, nutrition, hormones, and performance. Myself and tons of experts will help you create a training strategy that works with your body and gets results. I am your teacher, Amy Bowe coach, dietitian, and the creator of Warrior School. Okay, Warrior Woman, let's do this. 
Okay, we're going to talk about starting. And I want to talk about starting in more general terms and then we'll move more specifically into starting to train again after having time off. So one of the most common questions I get asked is, where do I start? Where do I start with this training stuff? Where do I start with getting more energy? Where do I start with feeling better uh, about my body or in my body? One of the biggest challenges for a lot of women is that they don't know where to start. So we're going to talk about that. But first, let's just talk about starting in more general terms. You know, to start is to initiate something, to begin. And starting feels scary for a lot of us and I think it feels scary because of the pressure that we place on ourselves to start big (laughs) Uh, and at the end of year event I had Ruby Marsh who is one of my dear friends and also my business coach come to talk about uh, prosperity to my warriors. And one of the things that she spoke about was SCAs, so small consistent action, and how SCAs are like the magic potion to, well, to building a successful and sustainable training practice and I think to building a strong foundation and great relationships and and everything, you know, SCAs are gems. They're like diamonds. But when we're thinking about starting something, we think too big. (laughs) Hey, and I'm all for vision. I'm all for vision and having big goals and thinking big. But in order to start to to get off that uh, start line, to get on the field, to be in the game. (laughs) How many more (laughs) analogies could I use? (laughs) Um, Why do we have such a hard time starting? You know, why can't we step onto the field and start to get more energy or start to train or start a business or uh, start to show up differently in our relationship. Why is starting so hard? Maybe think about it, you know, when you think about starting something new or coming back to something and trying to start it after having time off. What's the hard part for you? What's the challenge? What's the obstacle? So I see a few things in my work. One is we have an energy problem. (laughs) We have an energy problem as a culture. Uh, A lot of women are low on energy. We don't have enough energy which means that we don't have the capacity to be able to take on 
more things or new things or challenging things or scary things. So a big part of it is we have an energy problem, which we're going to talk about today. Then previously, I would have said in the past that it's because we don't know what we want. I used to believe that women didn't know what they wanted. And that's why that they were seduced by the short way, the shortcuts, the culture. Uh, that's why they were constantly changing what they were doing. I used to believe it's because they just didn't have a vision. They didn't know what they wanted and they couldn't decide. But I don't believe that anymore. You know, after doing this work for so long and working with hundreds of women, having thousands of conversations, these women, you know what you want. You know it. I know that you know. I know that you know what you want. And so then we have to ask ourselves the question, why are we afraid to say it out loud? Why are we afraid to start making decisions or changes in our lives that will help us move into that vision, move towards what we want? So another place for you to kind of like do a little bit of a pit stop right now is here and think about that. You know, are you clear on what you want? Are you clear on your vision for your life, for your relationships, uh, for your body, for your health? I've done so many podcast episodes on vision. I, you know, it is the first pillar in warrior school, getting clear on your vision, getting clear on how you want your life to be. Uh, how you want to be, what do you want? How do you want to feel? And I, th- I think, I think, uh, and it could be a generalization, but I think that you know what you want. And so then we need to ask ourselves the big scary questions of why am I afraid to go after that? Why am I afraid to share it? Uh, so they're just some hot little questions that you can ask yourself. You know, I love dropping some questions, uh, and hopefully they don't send you in too much of, of a spiral in a dark hole, like those four questions that John asked me, uh, around like, who are you and who are you really? Uh, but I think, you know, getting clear on that vision is really important. What do you want from your life? Because you only got one. Uh, and I've talked about this before. I think about death a lot, like a lot, like every day, multiple times a day. Now, not from this like dark and twisty, scary, fearful place, But death inspires me. She inspires me more than anything in this life, in this world, because I'm going to die. And so for me, it's really important that I live a life that I love, that I get turned on by, 
that I do work that I love. I have relationships that I love. I'm in a body that I love. Um, And so, yeah, that would be, I guess that would be the second, uh, second piece to maybe why we find it hard to start. But I'm going to challenge you on that. You know, if you say, well, I'm not sure what I want. You know, I think if you actually paused and really dug deep inside, I do believe that you know what you want. And the question really needs to be, why do you, why do you have a hard time going after that or expressing that, articulating that? Uh, where's the block there? Which kind of, I guess, will link us into the third uh, thing that I see uh, around why we find it really hard to start. And that could be fear. Uh, But, you know, I'm not a big fan of like fear of failure. I don't really believe in that. Uh, So fear, then we need to ask ourselves the question, you know, why am I afraid Why am I afraid to start this thing? What's the worst that's going to happen? It's not going to work out. Okay, well, what does that bring up for me? Uh, Is it because I've tried so many times before and nothing's worked? Okay, totally get that that is frustrating and it's overwhelming. Uh, And this is where... You know, when I start working with a lot of women, this is what a lot of women feel around their training and their health. These women have tried, you know, you have tried so many things for years, some even decades. And they work for a while at the start and then they don't. And after doing that over and over and over again, it gets really frustrating and really overwhelming and you're exhausted because you're low on energy, you don't feel great in your body, you're not, you know, you're not strong, you feel weak, you have aches and pains, uh, you know your hormones are a mess, uh, you're tired all of the time and so you end up at this place where you don't know what to do. And thinking about starting something feels really overwhelming because you've done that before and it hasn't worked. And I get that. I totally get that. Uh, And I think there's three powerful things that I really want to speak to today that will really help you start. So maybe you've had time off. You know, you've had time off because of an injury or you created a lot of stress, you know, for a long time, you trained a lot and you under ate and then you realize that it wasn't working. And so you're, you've gone through a healing journey where you've really learned about your physiology and around stress and how to nourish and support yourself. Or maybe you've birthed a little human into the world. So you're postpartum or you've been sick for a period of time or you've been really busy with work or somewhere along the way you got so tired of trying to get more energy to get stronger and to feel better in your body you stopped because nothing seemed to work 
and then you never start it again. So you've had this time off from training or from, you know, living a lifestyle that supports you to feel great in your body, that supports strong physiology, that really supports health. So I think there are three powerful things that we need to tap into uh, or look at when we're talking about starting. Like, where do I start with this health stuff, with this training stuff? Uh, And then more specifically, how do we start training again after having time off? So number one, energy. Number two, we need a plan. And number three, we need someone to support us. Because you ain't getting out of this by yourself. (laughs) If you could have, you would have. Uh, And I feel like you need reinforcements. But, you know, let's just say that you want to start and you don't want to work with a coach or pay for a program right now. And we'll talk about that investment later and why I believe that number three, someone to support you is key in helping you start and then build a strong foundation. Uh, So I I believe in reinforcements from my own experience and then from working with so many women over the last, you know, over a decade. But let's just say that you want to start and you don't want to work with anyone right now or you don't want to pay for a program. So that's who I'm going to speak to. In this episode, I'm going to speak to the woman who, you know, is in her mid to late 30s to early to mid 40s and she doesn't feel great in her body. You don't have energy. Uh, You know, maybe you've trained before, but it's been a really long time since you have trained. You have aches and pains and you don't have a lot of time, you know, maybe you have little humans, you work, uh, you know, you're leading a family. Where do you start? You know, I know that you want to have more energy. I know that you want to feel stronger. You want less aches and pains. And I know you want to feel great in your body. I know that you want to put on your clothes and feel confident and feel comfortable. I know that you want to feel sexy and strong and powerful and graceful. And I know that you want, you know, a relationship that's full of passion and wanting and desire. So, but this can also be helpful for any uh, woman who wants to start anything. Okay. So, you know, a new relationship, a new business, a new job, a a new family, But more specifically, I am going to speak to the woman that, you know, a lot of the women that I work with are in their mid to late 30s to early to mid 40s. Uh, Some are outliers, but a big chunk of them are in that age range. And I think it's because, you know, we get to this place where we've been leaders for others, you know, our family, our children, or we focused on our work uh, and climbing you know I guess to say that that ladder in the business side of it and we realize what we've done before isn't working now uh, but we're super low on energy and we don't have a lot of time you know the two most valuable resources in our lives are energy and time Uh, so 
when I talk about how to start, I am going to speak to you, okay? But I find all of this stuff really helpful for any woman who maybe has had a practice for a while, but then for some reason, uh, she's, you know, she's had some time off. So we work, you know, within Warrior School, I work a lot with women who they have busy, big lives uh, and sometimes they have time off for their training. And a big part of our work together is learning how to come back from those hard rights, how to create a new strategy or a new plan based on what's going on in their body or their life to be able to continue to progress and move forward into their vision. Uh, And I've spoken about that before on the podcast around, you know, how to dynamically adjust your training, how to uh, modify and progress your training based on what's going on in your life and your body. So most of you have a specific problem that's occupying your mind. So you have your reality and often there's this never ending conversation that's going on in the mind. Uh, And that could be, I don't feel great in my body and I hate the way it looks. I don't feel attractive and beautiful. I'm uncomfortable. I don't like my arms. Look at this fat around my waist. I've tried training, but it didn't work. I could never wear that. I don't have any energy. I don't have any time. I want to feel and look good naked and in my clothes. I want to lose fat uh, and get stronger. I can't do that. You know, I don't know what to do. I feel like I'm running out of time and I'm frustrated and confused. I'm tired and I wish I had more energy. (laughs) So there's this conversation. You know, we know that we don't have the energy and we don't feel great. And so then maybe what we do is we start to consume so we, we love consuming and now I'm not anti-consumption and I think I've done a podcast episode on this before. I think consumption from the right sources and the right people uh, is a great way to build our knowledge, to get educated around, you know, ourselves, our physiology, mindset, food, nutrition, training You know, I do believe knowledge is power, but the big problem I see is that with our low energy and our time constraints and this built up frustration around how we feel and how we look forces us into this place where we're seduced by a lot of content that is taking the shortcut or the short way. And, you know, even though we've been there before and we know it doesn't work, because we're low on energy and low on time, we just want to really feel better quickly. (laughs) And, you know, and this is where, you know, this whole idea came from, you know, taking the long way home, that in order to truly get stronger, build a successful and sustainable training practice to feel great in our body, to get big, long-lasting changes and results uh, in our body composition, to build powerful relationships, you know, with ourselves and others. It takes time. It takes a long time. 
And that in itself, I think, can be really overwhelming. So when I speak to women and I say, you know, it takes years, not weeks or months. And in warrior school, I have a 12-month minimum time investment. And now that scares a lot of women away because they don't want it to take 12 months. You know, I hear you. I hear you listening. You're like, I don't want it to take 12 months. I want it to happen now. And I get that. And it's because I know that you've been struggling and trying for years or decades. And I know that you just want to like start something and then feel better. I get it. But we want to do something that is sustainable for the rest of our lives. And so we need to take this whole approach of taking the long way home. And the first thing that we need to do is we need energy. (laughs) We've got to fuel up for that journey. So where you start, you need to start with energy. So we have this new call inside of Warrior School and it's called Energy Hour. And this whole hour is dedicated to helping women uh, get clear on where their energy's at, where their biofeedback and where their markers are at for the week, and then to plan their week ahead for their food. So really that one hour can save them 10 times the amount of energy uh, during the week. So for a lot of women, the mental load, it's really the mental load, all of this stuff. So I did an amazing podcast episode with Elise who did her PhD on mental labor in relationships. And I highly recommend you go back and listen to it. Uh, Even if you've listened to it before, you know, we need to remember the mental load that we carry uh, as females, as maybe primary caregivers, Uh, As leaders of the family, we carry a lot of mental load. And when it comes to all of this training and health stuff, we also carry a big mental load. We're trying to figure it out by ourselves. Um, And it's a lot. It's a lot because what happens is that it actually leaks a lot of energy Uh, and This is one thing I really talk about with my warrior women and one thing that we talk about in energy hour. So in energy hour, we do this thing where we do an energy reality check. And basically I ask them four questions and we're just checking in with their energy and we're looking at their biofeedback, their markers. We're looking at what's bringing energy in or what's leaking energy out of us. Like that's a huge one. There's such a focus on food. And yes, food is so important. Because food gives us energy on a cellular level. You know, the food that we eat goes into our cells and the energy or that tired feeling that you're feeling is part of the reason is, is that we don't have enough energy going into the cells or the body's not good at using that energy. But then we also have energy leaks. And so... You know, we need to get clear on what's leaking our energy because we can be bringing it in. But then if we have all of these other areas of our life that are leaking a lot of energy, well, then we don't have a strong energy reality. And so 
the first thing, if you feel stuck, if you feel overwhelmed, if you don't know where to start, if you feel tired all the time and frustrated and confused, we've got to start with energy. We've got to look at what is my energy reality? What are my markers saying, my biofeedback? So when I say that, we're talking about what are What's my appetite doing? What's my energy and mood over the day? What is my temp and pulse? What is my cycle telling me? Uh, My sex drive, uh, the data. So I've spoken about this before. We need to do a data check. You know, we need to have, I guess, uh, what you could say is like a baseline, you know, and a lot of you know, yeah, you know that you're you're tired and that you're low on energy Uh, A lot of women that I speak to, you know, don't have an appetite. uh, They don't have a sex drive. And so, you know, we need to do an energy reality check. So this is the first place I would start is checking all your biofeedback. Now, you don't need to go and get a whole bunch of blood work done or hormone testing or urine testing or hair mineral analysis testing to start. Uh, It can be way more simpler. It can be, you know, I'm talking a lot about elegance right now, you know, and I want to offer you an elegant approach to starting. And that really means a very simple approach to starting. And this can also, uh, you know, this might vibe or resonate with a woman who has a training practice, you know, has done the work before, but for some reason, you know, has had time off or has had something really stressful happen in her life and she needs to, you know, she wants to get, I I hate the word back on track, but she wants to recommence um, or reconnect in with the practice or, uh, you know, she needs to focus on her energy. So it can also, uh, it also will vibe with that woman as well. So let's do an energy reality check. Let's go through okay, what's going on with my biofeedback? And you might need to do some tracking for a little while and we're just collecting data. We're not changing anything. We're just collecting data. So collect data on your sleep and your energy over the day, your mood, your cycle, your temp and pulse if you want, uh, your sex drive, uh, All of this data we're going to collect and then, you know, we get to see, okay, I am waking up once or twice a night around this time. I actually have irregular and painful cycles. Uh, I'm not sure I'm ovulating or my energy is really crappy here or basically we get to see some patterns. Then we need to look at Okay, well, what's leaking my energy? I want you to focus on energy leaks. What's leaking her? (laughs) I remember having a conversation with Kylie. She's one of my warriors years ago. And Kylie had suffered from adrenal fatigue and, you know, some hormonal problems for quite a long time. And this was on our discovery call together. So I was just asking her about her world and, you know, what she what she's tried and what she wants. And I remember her sharing this story or conversation, this story with me in our conversation about this glass of wine that she would spend so long 
thinking about whether or not she should have a glass of wine. And she spent about three or three to four minutes talking about this. And I said to her, you know that you're leaking so much more energy out of you, thinking, going back and forth uh, on debating whether or not you should than just drinking the damn wine. (laughs) And we do this a lot. You know, we leak so much energy thinking about all of this stuff of like, I should do that. I shouldn't do that. What should I do? You know, and this comes up a lot. This is why we started Energy Hour in Warrior School, because the women that I was working with, even though, you know, we're developing their nutrition strategy one-on-one and we're doing their nutrition work, what came up again and again and again was this fear and resistance to tracking because of past experience but also this massive mental load that they were taking and the energy that they were leaking because they truly didn't know what exactly they were eating. And this is really common, is that tracking will give you the data in the clearest, simplest, shortest time. Now, not everyone's up to tracking and I totally get that, but it's just an example around we can be leaking so much energy thinking about, well, am I eating enough? Am I not eating enough? Am I eating enough protein? And am I not eating enough protein? I don't even know. What are blah, 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 blah. When we could actually just do some tracking and then we truly know what we're eating. We know exactly how much protein we're eating. And what happens is that a lot of feedback from the women that I work with is that they actually reduce their mental load because they know. And it's the same with this starting, you know, where we're thinking about starting, but we've got all of this input, all of this data. We've got the culture. We've got our Instagram. We've got our podcasts. We've got our books. We've got, you know, thousands of pieces of data or um, information um, that we're consuming and we don't know where to start from all of that Uh, and this is why we get really stuck. So the first step is you need to do an energy reality check. You need to check in with all your biofeedback and your markers. What's exactly going on? Then you need to look at what's leaking your energy. So if you don't have strong biofeedback, if there's a lot of like red crosses in uh, beside them and not a lot of green, why? Why? What's leaking your energy? So for example, you know, is it, have you had an injury and are you in chronic pain? Uh, and you haven't been able to rehab that injury or get out of chronic pain for a long time. That's a huge energy leak. And so then you feel really stuck around and you have a lot of fear around movement. Uh, Is it that you're postpartum? And so, you know, you have a small little human and you're not sleeping that well and you're breastfeeding. And so those two things are huge energy leaks. Uh, Is it work stress? Is it uh, you're in a relationship that is leaking a lot of energy? There are so many energy leaks. And, you know, this is why I originally talked about it as uh, in the terms of an umbrella. Yeah, so your umbrella is your nervous system. So and then you have all of these prongs. And now if one or more of those prongs aren't working right, then we the body's stressed. We have an energy problem. So we need to look at what prongs aren't working right, what prongs are broken. Where are my energy leaks coming from? 
Again, we're just writing them down. We're collecting data. It's not good nor bad. It just is what it is. It's your reality. Uh, So this is why I call it a reality check. (laughs) Then we need to really talk about, okay, well, what brings energy in? So one, plugging some of those energy leaks. uh, But two, the food brings energy in. Sleep brings energy in. Stress management brings energy in. Uh, And so there's this this beautiful, I guess, tango or dance that we get to enter into. And that is, okay, I might need to plug some energy leaks and then I need to focus on bringing some energy in. So I want to give you some really simple, uh, simple things that you can do to help this. But I'm just painting the picture of this is what we're doing. So because it's mostly an energy problem for a lot of us, Energy is the number one focus. So we do our energy reality check. We get data on our biofeedback. We look at our energy leaks. And so you'll have maybe one to three, you know, top energy leaks. And then we can look at, okay, well, what's going to bring energy in? So some of those leaks might take a longer time to repair. Okay, so maybe, you know, we can't get the plumber in uh, right away. Um, And so, you know, we need to book the plumber, wait for the plumber and slowly over time, we need to fix some of those leaks. Uh, So for example, it could be a relationship problem or something to do with work that requires a longer term strategy um, to plug those leaks. Or we have a new little human, you know, we can't, we need to lead that little human and that little human's going to wake up during the night and you know, we need to breastfeed that little human. And so obviously that is an energy leak, um, but, you know, it's, um, we need a longer term strategy for that. So then we can look at, okay, well, what's going to bring energy in? Because this is something really cool that I can focus on, even if I can't plug all my leaks right now. And the goal is not to plug your leaks. And I think that brings us back to kind of the start of the conversation at the, you know, when I mentioned at the start of the podcast around this rule of one thirds, you know, the stress has got such a bad rap and it's not bad. Stress is not bad. We need stress. And I often talk about how it's an energy problem. It's not a stress problem. It's not a training problem. It's an energy problem. We just don't have the energy to be able to tolerate the load that's getting placed on us, the load of life, the mental load, the load from training. So it's it's an energy problem. So we need to look at, okay, what's going to bring energy in? So then we we dive into the world of like the metabolism and cellular energy and, you know, getting enough energy into ourselves to support our physiology, And I've done some podcast episodes on the metabolism. Uh, I've had Josh and Jeannie from Real Food Gangsters on the podcast as well to talk about stress and the thyroid and the metabolism. So I invite you to go and listen to them. But what we really need to do is we need to look at, okay, what's my nutrition doing? I need to look at my nutrition strategy. And the place that I love to start with that is just foundations. And so we get so caught up in, we're seduced by the tiny little sexy details. You know, the, I had a woman ask me the other day, like, should I be taking creatine when I work out? And, 
you know, and she was very early on in her journey uh, of starting and building a foundation and developing a nutrition strategy. And I'm like, no, we, we got to work on the foundations. There's key foundations or principles uh, that, you know, we've got to build the base of the house before we start furnishing it with fancy supplements or creatine or, you know, um, specific minerals and etc. So let's start to create your nutrition strategy. So you need to build a foundation. Now, we've got some key principles that you can follow that will help you bring more energy back in. So most women are in low energy availability. They are just not eating enough food to support their physiology, to support your hormones, to give your cells energy. And then you've got life on top of that. You know, we've got environmental stress. We've got stress from relationships. We've got work. We're, you know, we've got little humans, we're training. Some of us are even training and we're not eating enough. So the first place to start is eating within 30 to 60 minutes of waking. Our cortisol is highest in the morning. And so we want to eat 30 to 60 minutes. That's going to help downregulate our cortisol and build some stability for the rest of the day. Then we want to focus on eating every three to four hours. Put a four hour cap on it that you've got to get food into you every three to four hours. And then what you're eating, we want to balance that. So on the plate or in the bowl, you want to have some type of animal protein there. You want to have some type of carbohydrate. So root veggies, um, fruit, uh, rice, and then you'll have a little bit of fat as well in the meal. So then you want your meals and snacks to be balanced. And that really is where you would start with your nutrition. So with eating within 30 to 60 minutes of waking up, eating every three to four hours, put a four hour cap on it, and then balancing your meals. So animal protein, roots and fruits, and a little bit of fat. That's how we start to build a nutrition strategy. That is going to help you get in more energy. And I get that doesn't sound super sexy or super seductive. It is where you need to start. Uh, Being able to maintain those nutrition foundations or those nutrition principles is an act of pure elegance. It is what will help you get more energy in. It is what will uh, start to help your biofeedback. It is that simple. Now, I didn't say it was easy, but it is that simple. (laughs) Uh, And I say this so many times that this training and health stuff, it really is simple. It's very simple. It's not easy. I get it. It's not easy, but it is simple. So with your nutrition right now, if you don't know where to start with it, start with those principles and those foundations. And then we can build on that. And as we get deeper into the practice, uh, as we start to learn more things about ourselves, you know, because you want to be still collecting data, 
you know, and this is why I'm a big fan of a journal or a notebook or, you know, a lot of women have watches or devices that can measure their data. When you implement this basic nutrition strategy, you want to look for changes in your data, in your biofeedback. Do you feel better? Do you have more energy? Uh, Do you have improved biofeedback? Like what's going on? I really believe that this place, you know, when we start and we're looking at the energy piece and we're looking at our biofeedback and we're starting to develop our nutrition strategy, we've really... There's this enchantment of learning about ourselves and our physiology and our behaviors. I believe that we need to be enchanted by that. Uh, We need to be curious and excited and turned on by that. Uh, And a lot of women have a hard time because of the fluidity of that. You know, uh, when we follow a diet, we're just following a diet. We're told what to do. And this is why... A lot of us have done diets before because the mental load of trying to figure all of this stuff out (laughs) is a lot. Uh, And why I guess, you know, having someone to support you through this is way more powerful than trying to do it on your own. All right. So we have uh, those basic principles that we want to follow to bring energy in and then we're Uh, recording data we're looking at if what we're doing is working for us and then we're looking at our energy leaks so what's leaking our energy and what are some strategies or some things that I could do to start plugging some of those energy leaks that's the nutrition side of it that's where I would start and I would hold that so when women come into warrior school we do their energy reality check we get clear on their biofeedback Uh, and we look at what's leaking a lot of their energy, and then we look at creating a nutrition strategy. And this is where I start with all of my women. We, We follow those principles, and then from there, we start to develop a deeper nutrition strategy based on their data, um, and we, we develop it over time. Then with the training or the movement, so you've had time off, whether that's from low energy, stress, work, uh, having a baby, injury, or you just haven't trained for a while and now you feel really weak, uh, you've got lots of aches and pains and thinking about starting training feels really overwhelming. Like where do you start? So the first place that I love to start with all of this stuff is, do you walk? Do you walk? Let's start walking. Again, not super seductive, not super sexy, but it is one of the most powerful things that we can do. The body is meant to move. And so start with a walking practice. So I'll often uh, tell women if they can walk between eight and 10,000 steps a day, that's a really cool way to start to bring movement into their life. So eight to 10,000 steps a day. Now you can do that in one chunk. You can break it up. Uh, You need to figure out what works for you and your life uh, your energy. So for some women, 
doing 10,000 steps, you know, or doing one big walk may not work for them from an energy standpoint. Uh, They might do better breaking it up into multiple 15-minute walks or a half an hour walk and then a couple of 15-minute walks. Uh, Now, for those of you who don't have anything to measure, uh, that's totally cool. You know, I don't have a step tracker either, but I would get around 10,000 or more steps a day. Uh, I walk Hank every morning for an hour or an hour and 15 minutes and then in the afternoon again for 30 uh, minutes. And so you don't have to count your steps, but I would say to get outside and walk for a total time of like an hour and, you know, you can break that up however you need over the day. So a few of my women that are in a lot of meetings and work at a desk a lot, actually invested in a treadmill that they have at home. So they put their, you know, it is for work. So they put their laptop uh, and set themselves up on their treadmill and then they walk while they're working or they jump on it, you know, for 15 minute chunks in between meetings and it's at home Uh, It's really easy, it's really accessible, and then they can get their eight to 10,000 steps a day in. So start with walking. I know it doesn't seem like a lot or it doesn't seem sexy, uh, but it is one of the most powerful practices. Uh, It will help downregulate your nervous system. You can bring in some nasal breathing. You're outside, you know, for those of you who live anywhere but the north, (laughs) you'll get sunshine, which is great for your circadian rhythm. Uh, It's amazing for your physiology. So walk. I don't know why people have such a hard time with the walking thing. Uh, If you need to, get a dog. (laughs) But walk, 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 walk. That's where you need to start. Then we can start to talk about, okay, you know, I've got a consistent walking practice and that might take you a week, maybe three, maybe a month, maybe a few months to actually uh, create a sustainable walking practice. Uh, And then I would look at, okay, now I want to think about training strength training you know I've heard all of these things it's it's meant to be great for my physiology I want to build muscle mass I want to get stronger I do want to change my body composition so I want to strength train where do I start now I'm actually going to do a podcast episode on you know what's better uh, using a training app uh, and doing it yourself or actually working with a coach Uh, because I think it's a really important conversation. So we won't go into it here. Again, we're coming back to this whole idea that you want things that you can do on your own, okay? So you can start to get enchanted by your physiology, by your body. You can start to learn about it on your own and pay attention. You can start to follow those nutrition principles on your own. You can walk every day on your own, Now, when we get into this world of training, this is, you know, this is where we can do a couple of different things. So 
The way that I love to approach it and the way that I approach it inside of Warrior School is that all of my women start with body weight strength training. Now, I believe this is the foundation for any other training practice. I believe that you need to learn how to use your own body. Your own body is a tool, so you need to learn how to control it. Uh, you need to learn uh, basic movement patterns using your own body before you put yourself under external load. Now, there'll be other people in this space that will argue against me and they'll say, just putting you on machines is a great place to start because it gets you to uh, start to build muscle. It will support your metabolism. It's very safe and it's very effective. Now, I'm not going to say that that's wrong. It's just not the way that I do things. It's not the way that I was taught through my coach. I was really taught the long way. And this is why I'm notoriously known for taking the long way home. Sure, I think it would be really easy to get you to just follow, you know, a generalized app that someone's created and pop you on machines three days a week, uh, but to me, that's not teaching you how to train. That's not teaching you how to use your own body. To me, that's not teaching you how to build a proper foundation. Uh, so I'm not arguing that it doesn't work. It does. Uh, but it's not how I would approach it. But if you're trying to do it on your own, that's maybe the, the route that you'll have to go. So Find someone that you trust, uh, that you, you know, you've been in their world for a little while that can train properly. And that's a really important thing. There's so many coaches and trainers out there, but not a lot of them know how to train properly, like properly, how to build proper foundations, how to move properly. Uh, and then you could follow their app, you know, you could download their app and you could start to do some basic strength training sessions and that could be at home or it could be at a gym and I would start three days a week full body sessions uh, in those three days and I would start with body weight strength training so learning you know how to move your own body uh, learning the patterns of squats and hinging and single leg strength and pushing and pulling um, stability and midline work so my recommendation for you, once you've developed a walking practice, is to do strength training three days a week, full body training, and try and start with body weight strength training. So using your own body. And this works really well for a lot of women that uh, want to train from home. They don't want to go into a gym. Uh, that you can just start at home with your own body. And then... On your training days, you still want to walk. So I often tell my women, you know, don't put as much pressure on yourself on training days to get all your 10,000 steps in. You know, try and walk seven or 8,000 steps on training days and then 10,000 on non-training days. So the strength training stuff, you know, I truly believe that you need to be led by someone that can teach you how to train. And this is why... You know, I work with all of my women one-on-one. -on -one. It's why I ask for a minimum of 12 months time investment uh, for Warrior School. And it's why I'm going to do a podcast episode on 
why I believe working with someone one-on-one for a year is way better than following an app or a program, especially if you're trying to start or you don't have a strong training background or training age. It's a bit of a different story if someone's trained for a really long time and then they've just had a bit of time off, you know, they went and had a baby or they've had an injury and they want to get back into training to do it that way. But for someone who doesn't have, who has never strength trained before, this is why I highly recommend that you work with someone. Um, So basically what we're trying to do is just build capacity. Uh, And this is, you know, this is when we have a hard time starting, it's because we don't have any capacity. Starting anything requires energy. Uh, it's, um, and we don't have capacity. So for example, you know, when I started my business, it felt really hard and I just didn't have the capacity yet. Uh, when I started my social media, it felt really hard because I hadn't built the capacity. I hadn't practiced. And the same goes with training and this health stuff. We've just got to build capacity and this is why we start really simply is because we've got to stretch that side of ourselves. You know, we have this all or nothing approach. We love swinging on that pendulum. We're either all in or we are all out and we're out of there. We're running away. And this is the big problem that I see is that we're stuck uh, because we keep swinging back and forth on this pendulum where we've got to be in the middle, the messy middle, the gray area. Now, being in the middle is way easier if you can get some energy into you, if you have a plan and you have someone to support you. I truly believe that uh, trying to figure it out yourself in the middle is really frustrating and really overwhelming. And this is why I've always had coaches. I've had a coach for well over a decade for my training. I have a business coach because I'm okay with being in the middle. You know, I don't have an all or nothing approach anymore. But within the middle, I believe that we've had, got to have energy, we've got to have a plan and we've got to have someone to support us. Um, and so, you know, this is where I'm going to loop it back into, you know, you ain't getting out of this by yourself. <laughs> Uh, if you, if you could have, you would have, okay. And you really do need reinforcements. Um, but with the stuff that we spoke about today, you know, it's such a great place to start. And if you want to start, uh, feeling better and having more energy, if you want to start moving your body, start with what we spoke about today, then you're going to get to this point where, okay, you're going to want more. And I truly believe that you've got to bring in reinforcements, uh, work with a coach, uh, sign up to a program. And so, and just know that this stuff takes years, not weeks or months. And it's, it's really disrespectful for you to think or you to want it to be quicker because, you know, I've spent years I've spent a decade I've spent 14 years getting to where I am um you know building the life that I have building the relationship that I have uh, building the body that I have the strength that I have the nutrition strategy that I have that's taken 14 years 
of being in the work and listening and understanding and changing and training and for for those women that just want it to be quick and want it to be easy it's a very disrespectful thing uh, because it's not uh, it's not always easy and it can be hard and it can take a long time but what I do know that it's way easier when you've got energy when you have a plan and you have someone to support you and so I um I actually just recently did a podcast episode on what the journey to results really looks like. So it's episode 163, I believe. Uh, so whack that in your ears. It's, um, you know, I just talk about the journey of what it actually really looks like to results, to that place of, uh, you know, getting stronger and feeling great in your body and getting big, long lasting changes, especially when it comes to your body composition. So I was going to go through, you know, a couple of case studies, uh, but I have spoken about um, that in that podcast episode 163. I've got uh, women on the podcast before where I've recorded podcast episodes with my warriors on their journey. So I invite you to go in um, and listen to those. But, you know, all of the women that I work with, they felt exactly like you. They were really overwhelmed. They were low on energy. They didn't know where to start. Uh, And what we did was we focused on getting more energy into them. We created a plan and that plan met them where they're at. And that's really important. It's got to meet you where you're at right now Uh, in your life, your lifestyle, in the season that you are, where your body's at from a physiological perspective. So where your energy reality check comes in at. Uh, So the plan or the strategy has got to meet you where you're at right now. Uh, And then I support them. So I support them and I lead them. And this is the most powerful thing to have someone lead you through that. Someone that can give you feedback. Someone that has been there, has done what you have wanted to do, that you want to do. And this is why I believe, you know, we need to be in a room with other women or sit at the table with women who have done what we've wanted to do. So if you have the opportunity to do that, do it, you know, or make that happen. Make that investment, that time investment, that financial investment to work with the woman who has done what you want to do, that can lead you through that, that can, that knows how to dynamically adjust the strategy based on what's going on in your life uh what's going on in your body because that that's what keeps you in the game is that ability to dynamically adjust someone to coach you uh and so that's why all my warriors are successful because they've got energy they've got a plan and they have someone to support them And that's what will create a successful and sustainable training practice. So the energy and the training are how you get what you want. And you need to start simple. So you've got to slow down, start with those basics, build a foundation, uh, because you've got to do it in a way that's sustainable and successful for you. Uh, So this is why we take the long way. So if you want to know exactly what you need to do, 
uh, and you want to become a woman who is strong and confident and feels great in her body if you want more energy you've got to come and check out warrior school over 12 months I help you change your life (laughs) I help you get stronger I help you get more energy I help you build confidence you know I teach you how to train and it's all through individualized coaching and training so one-to-one coaching calls and I've got group coaching calls as well so yeah the outcome is a big physical change of course but there's another outcome you know there's a whole new a whole new woman that is there too you know there's a whole new mindset there's a whole new way of being and thinking that gets created through this experience um so if you, if you want help uh, starting, if you need a plan, if you need someone to support you, here's your next step. So you join Warrior School in three steps. One is you fill out the application form. So the application form is on my website. You click it. It's a short application form. And then I read it. If it's successful, I invite you to a free discovery call. This call is super cool. It's just like old girlfriends uh, having a having a hot drink and a chat together. I just get to know you, your world, what's going on, you know, all the obstacles and challenges around why you've found it really hard to start, what you want, where you want to go, what's your vision. And then we do some coaching on that call. So I coach you and I give you some specific places or strategies to start Uh, And then I talked to you a little bit about Warrior School, about what we do um, and how I could help you. And then the third step is you get your plan and you have one-on-one coaching calls with me. We develop a nutrition strategy. We get you training uh, and we get you moving towards your vision, which is super cool. Okay, Warrior Woman, uh, if you feel like this episode would be really helpful for another warrior that you know in your life who has trouble or is having trouble starting, flick it to her, whack it to her, whack it in her ears. Uh, I would much appreciate it. Uh, That's it for me today. It was a pleasure spending time with you and I will talk to you really soon. Bye for now. Warrior Woman, thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you haven't, please give the podcast some love by subscribing now. And if you enjoyed this episode, please rate it and share it with another Warrior Woman. Also, if you want to go crazy, I'd love if you wrote a review for the Warrior School podcast. And also share and tag me with your biggest takeaways for the episode on the gram. Okay, Warrior Woman, have a great week in training. Bye for now.